Welcome to Fancy Plants Podcast, episode 19. Um, Sorry again for missing last week. I ran into some technical issues I could not work around, and I apologize to you deeply. But you know what? It happens. It happens. happens. Definitely does. It happens. Thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate you coming back to listen with us. Uh, Here today with Sue. Hello. And Amanda. Hi. We have a special guest today, and I have to tell you, I wasn't expecting this. We're sitting across the table from each other, and he's making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> he's just staring at you. He's I know. really staring at me. That was, um, it's an intense look. <laughs> so today, fellow listeners, we have Richard, my husband, down in the studio with us as our special guest today. Hello. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Um, I was accosted. I was torn out of bed. And we ambushed him. And he comes upstairs like, Hi, do, do, do you want to be guest on my podcast? And and I'm like, no, I don't. I want to have breakfast and I want to keep dreaming right now. Like, Get the hell dressed and go downstairs. Okay. And okay. Yeah, he lost that fight. Come on. You're I spending, fight, spending time. some time with three ladies. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's. I like all y'all, so it's all right. He, he was eyeing up the exits yeah. already, I so... Know. <laughs> I was not expecting though to feel a little uncomfortable because usually I'm pretty pretty cool in here, but it's a little intimidating. But we're gonna get through it. Are you nervous? How do you feel about this, Richard? I'm so nervous. I'm sweating, and and it's like it's the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I feel like you might be being sarcastic, but that's just me. <laughs> I think it's gonna be great. It's gonna be hilarious, and we're really looking forward. Thank you for. Joining us today, especially at literally such a last minute, um, we kind of came up with this idea o- over a meal, and suddenly now here we are in the studio. Yeah. In your defense, Chris, you did phone him to try and warn him, but he didn't answer. I did. Phone. I did. So I thought that you were either in bed or that you were gaming. I was sleeping. I didn't actually know you phoned me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went out for breakfast, and then we were like, what are we going to do for the show today? And then we had this brilliant idea. Yeah, here we are. But first, we have some plant friends from Amanda. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's early. I'm napping still. <laughs> um, I brought in uh, one of my new little agaves. It's called Little Penguin. And it's a great blue agave with uh, really fantastic, odd little spikes on it. I, I think it's great. And uh, I brought in one of my jewel orchids as well, uh, Makoti's Sandarina. It sounds like... The exchange student name. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome Makoti Sandrina from Absolutely. Greece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty though. I love that name. Very I love both of those names. Little Penguin. I just think of like this cute little guy is waddling around, but he's also an agave. I hope that your agave doesn't come alive and chase you. Sorry about that. that like the, the, the spikes on this guy, he could shank you. Like it's, <laughs> no, you don't want to run into him like, in a back alley. Even though it's a cute name, potential nightmare plant. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, he looks like he could be one of those plants that could be a weapon. Yeah. Keep him on the side of your bed in case of a home invasion. Absolutely. Who needs baseball bats? Now, you have another um, kind of monster here with us. 
the your Retusa, which is like insane. Oh yeah, yeah, that one is uh, absolutely ridiculous this year. We've got hundreds, literally hundreds of blooms on it, and it is a nightmare. Um, it took me uh, took me a solid hour to untangle it from its neighbors. It had several sterns talking to, and I did go get the scissors at one point and threaten it. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, it looks like it into, listened. Yeah, right. Anything <laughs> to get them into uh, into shape, um, which is a little bit uh, of a flashback to the conversation we were having before we started the episode and, and our husbands. So, Richard, I'm so I can I just apologize to you in advance for today's episode because we're gonna have a little bit of fun. I'm generally a pretty forgiving person, so <laughs> you have to be married I'm to me. Pretty laid back, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Richard, you might have fun this episode. That would be horrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. I no, no, I quit. That's it. No. 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 It's too the early. Contract. The contract. Oh my yeah. gosh. Thank you for signing that, by the way. Um, one other thing I just wanted to mention really quickly is um, we've been getting some really great reviews on our podcast. And if you guys are enjoying listening with us um if you don't mind just popping out and throwing a review our way we'd really appreciate that and if there's anything that you'd like to see us doing on the show just send us an email or reach out to us on social media and we'll have that information at the end of the show today and also if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast sue has put some information out about how to do that you don't have to be here with us in the studio you can be anywhere in the world Anywhere. Anywhere. And they'll come to your house and rip you out of bed and tell you, guess what? You're a guest on our podcast. <laughs> get dressed and get there. Get you, pants on. If you would like that service, just let us know in the comments along with your address and we'll come and get you and drag you down to the studio. Yeah. yeah. For, for good point, Sue. Thank you. We give you a solid five minutes to put pants on. I don't know what you're complaining about. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did actually ask if he had to wear clothes. I was like, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you should put on pants. And he I did. Was, I was kind of expecting a house coat, to be honest. And bunny slippers, like fuzzy <laughs> oh, bunny yeah. slippers. Yeah. I really missed an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I would have enjoyed that. So before we get into grilling you about um, being a plant husband, uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about our winter plant care. Up here, uh, we've talked about it before. It's pretty dry. It's pretty days are short. And there must be some special things you ladies are doing with your plants over winter. I think, Sue, you were saying you tend to pay a little bit more attention to your plants. Yeah, they get like optimum care during the winter. I'm pretty sure if my plants could talk, they'd be like, yes, it's winter. She's going to take care of us. Because in the summer, I don't know, I get busy. Like my orchid is possibly still hanging in my bedroom window. Maybe. And <laughs> now I'll, it'll be the time. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to get that all fixed up. Because I have time in the winter. In the summer, I'm spending time outside because we have short summers. I try to soak up as much of it as possible. And you got outside plants to take care of. And so your inside plants, it's not that I don't take care of them. It's just not in the same way. I have more time in the winter to spend with them and check on them and take care of them. And and I think plus because we don't have an outside in the winter the same way we do in the summer. So for you, do you find that is kind of an escape for you to be able to still be a part of nature and all that good greenness absolutely it's like it cheers me up a little bit um i have lots of grow lights so i do think some of that light is a little uplifting and spirits be around you know you have your own tropical little environment holiday. do you bask under your grow lights as well maybe yeah i was just gonna say maybe i totally do maybe you also need like a tanning light bulb or something so you too 
could well, have light. I have that big metal one with the big arm that kind of comes down over and has that huge bulb in it. And it's kind of by my chair in my plant room. So I like to turn that on. It's bright to read. So I have to go lean to the other side of the chair because it's too bright to read. But I like to lay there and read and soak up soak up some artificial sun and pretend that I'm it's not minus 20 outside. Right. Oh my gosh. I know we complain about winter lots and I feel really bad that we do that, but it's here. It's minus nine today. It's snowy out. I know. Roads are icy. It's, and I, I mean, right now it's turning into summer in some parts of the world. So just so you know, summer people were envious. Very envious. <laughs> Absolutely. Straight up. But the people that are getting summer right now, they also have like some pretty scary animals. Right. And spiders. Spiders, snakes. I will take the spiders, the snakes, and the crocodiles. No problem. Crocodiles are easy. Just run in a zigzag, right? Really? Apparently they can't. They can't do that. I, I, I feel like we're not an authority on that. We're somewhere <laughs> where we get four feet of That's snow. That's what they said in a movie once. So I was like, okay, if I ever get chased by a... So it must be true. Uh, yeah. That is a different podcast. <laughs> I know. Although actually maybe an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Florida Woman podcast. Oh, yeah. that would be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, winters, I, I have a different approach, Sue, or at least I had in the past. Um, I find that plants need a little less care in the winter, so they have a much better chance of surviving in my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, but I do enjoy having them around. Uh, and I, I have been purchasing... For dramatic plants, let's say, so Calathea, I actually, I'm a little concerned about my Reginata um, Black Velvet because I hadn't watered it and I should have and now it's all curly and a little sad looking. So I'm a little scared. That one is um, telling me what it needs and I wasn't listening and that makes, I'm just a bad plant mama with that one. So I actually feel bad about that. Sometimes I don't, but for that one I do. Usually I don't. That one was expensive, though. Uh, that, yeah. yeah, that makes that happen. Yeah. yeah, that changes it a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So I just, you you know, you water a little bit less. And um, we're in a different house this year, though. With So I'm going to see how that goes. And also we got that humidifier, which is I think will be helpful as well. Yeah, because I find I have to water mine a little bit more because my house is so dry. It like eats up the, any humidity or water that's in the pots really fast. And my plants, I have grow lights. So my plants don't really necessarily stop growing in the winter. In fact, I have a lot of them that grow just as evenly. Makes sense. Makes sense. What are you doing for winter? I'm actually a little bit mad at my plants right now. (laughs) (laughs) So the furnace has come on in our house, obviously, because it's minus stupid cold outside. And so everything is drying out twice as fast as it normally does. And I'm just mad at them for it. I was like, gee, I just watered you. Because it's their fault. eh? Well, absolutely. How dare you eat that? So I uh, I should probably do some serious repotting so that they don't dry out quite as fast. But yeah, I'm, I'm a little mad at everything for drying out right now. In the summer, it doesn't really matter because we all know that because I work in horticulture, I'm like the mechanic that has the car that doesn't run. Yeah. My yard is a disaster, like hot mess. So I don't need to spend time outside working in my yard. I can water, come in, water my plants. I'm like, hey, they look good. And then I just pretend like outside doesn't exist. I did something. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Richard has one plant. You, what plant do you have, I Richard? I do. He, it's a Sansevieria syndrolatica or syndrola. 
Don't it's look a at spiky me. guy. Yeah, the spiky, the spiky spider, the long the spiky, spiky one, the yeah. cylindrica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that All right. One. Except I'm a bad plant dad. I kind of left it there for a while, and it didn't really get much water. So I watered it recently because I, I decided I'm going to be a good plant dad. And I read up about it, and I found out you should water it maybe lightly every two weeks or something. So I put a reminder in my you, calendar. You read about that? I did. Oh, that's adorable. Aww. I'm really proud of you. Die. I really like it. It's a really nice looking plant. And it was, like, it's it just is a really nice looking plant. I yeah. don't tend to look at it very often. but you know. It was honestly one I just chucked in his office when we moved in. And I guess he's adopted it now, which is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. He is going to water it more than you will. Uh, yeah, I don't water that plant at all. Yeah. I don't even look at it. I'm jealous because my husband picked a croton that we don't have anymore. Oh, he didn't pick it. I just gifted uh, it upon him. Uh, I don't know what plant Richard would pick. Do you mean what plant I would pick? Like if like we in... were in a greenhouse. and I, There's no way you're going to know the answer to this because I'd have to take you to a greenhouse. Well, For and... starters, does he go in greenhouses? Oh, yeah. We, we go together. Oh. Yeah, yeah I, I go with her. I've, I've seen stuff. So I know when, like back when you were on your succulent craze, um, I you know what? I, I generally like things with a lot of detail in them. So like some of the succulents have like really crazy like little tiny details and like stuff. So I tend to go after those. I don't know what any of them are called, but um, <laughs> I just like look at them and I'm like, that looks really cool. So like, I, I think I, there's a lot of succulents I like. actually. That's neat. See, yeah. Cole's line is always, I'll sit here in the car and keep it warm for you so that your plants don't get cold when you come out. <laughs> it sounds like a sweet oh, thing Oh, you're to lucky. Do. Jeff goes with me. And then I'm pretty sure it's to intimidate how much I spend. <laughs> <laughs> he's keeping a tally. Yeah. He pretends he's interested because he's keeping a tally. No, That's well, why you order online. Anytime I see like Chris looking at a plant, I just kind of fold my arms and sort of sigh really loud. Oh. And, and, you know, like things like that can help sort of like, it's very subtle, but it's just little. <laughs> are, you giving, <laughs> are you giving advice to other plant husbands right now? I am. I don't know if it's good advice. No. <laughs> hey, I'd rather Jeff did that, but you know what he likes to do? Sometimes he puts his arm around me like he's being all sweet and romantic and then kind of pulls me away. Oh, he's guiding you. Yeah, he guides He's doing me. the guiding. Yeah. yeah. I, I have regret about this episode topic. All of a sudden, I'm like, this will be the one time that Cole's like, hey, I think I'll listen. It might be because he too is a plant husband. Yeah. He's a very good man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get into some more of Richard's plant husband advice tips in just... Just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so one of the things that people can do and could do and we could do it is go to a greenhouse or maybe we stumble upon a plant in a fluorescent light store that we absolutely want to bring home. Uh, and I think we've mentioned it before, but maybe just a little refresher. What are some good tips from getting for getting that plant into your car in the winter? What, are, what do you guys do? A blanket? Well, okay, first, uh, I have a very important question. Was I prepared to buy a plant? Did I go out plant shopping or did I just happen upon it? You were not prepared oh, in this okay. scenario. In this scenario then, I have probably got my winter coat off. Uh, and I've got my plant wrapped in my winter coat while I run out to my car like a crazy woman in minus 20. Celsius. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and dive into the truck. <laughs> <laughs> so that my plant doesn't get cold. This is after I've stood in the doorway of the store for 15 minutes while it warms up. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, is there ever a case where, you know what you could do? Maybe we should actually make a branded product that's a fancy plants podcast 
plant blanket for winter. Oh, my mom, she like has like a machine that does a lot of embroidery and she's actually made for our plant group and she gave it away for like one of our giveaways when we had plant group meetups back, back in the good days. And um, she made a quilted bag. It was big and it's kind of like the bottom opens up flat so you can put like a, you know, a good six inch pot in the bottom and zip it up and it's all quilted. But you just made me think of an idea. You know how you can get those pillows that are like a blanket? Like they fold in. Yes. So you could have a bag and it unfolds into a blanket. Because what if your plant is a little bit too big? Then you can just flip the blanket over it. Right. Oh, the good old 90s Quillow. The Quillow. But this would be like. A plant snuggie. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Like the backwards house. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing an online store coming our way in the future. Yeah. Um, I think that's a fantastic idea. Because I've done the same as Amanda. Like. If Jeff's with me, I'm like, you go get the truck and run it so that he pulls up to the door. And then I run in the truck with it in my, I freeze, but my blanket or my plant survives and blanketed by my jacket. Richard, do you have any memories of us buying plants in the winter where you were like, oh, Chris, what are you doing? You silly plant lady. Have I ever, I can't remember if like we've really done that together. I'm trying to remember. I, I, I feel like maybe we've picked up something in the winter. Um, and like, but it might have been just like like a personal purchase. Like, I think maybe you bought something something off, you know, like a GG or somebody oh, like yeah. a marketplace. We went to their house, and I think we had thrown like a bag over it or something. And it was a really short run, so I don't think it was anything like too elaborate or crazy. That you know, it wasn't was like okay. the whole SWAT team comes down on ziplines <laughs> like go go go, you know, and get, like, <laughs> get get the plant in the truck kind of thing, like Amanda's describing. But yeah, it's sad. It's, it's it is. It's plant SWAT team. Like we like, there's the crazy, a plan to yeah, the, avoid the crisis. Absolutely, crazy yeah. plant lady shows in the winter. That's true. So I guess what we're saying too is, um, maybe don't just throw that plant in your buggy and drive it, you know, casually out to your car. Oh, if it freezes, it's gone. Essentially, it doesn't have to freeze. It has to get the cold air. So all right, okay. So we all know I grow trees, right? So what? Huh? What? This is news. Weird. <laughs> so we actually have a thing at work. It's called uh, sudden onset freezing for plants. So our trees are already ready to be packaged and put into boxes and put in the freezer. This is their their interim destination until the spring. Uh, if we load the trees onto a truck in a greenhouse that is two degrees and take them outside at a temperature below at minus 10 or colder. We will actually kill those trees because it is a sudden temperature change. It just has to be more than what that plant can handle. So, yeah, if you're taking it from inside a nice box store and running it out to your vehicle, that plant might not freeze in those 37 seconds, but it will kill it. Yeah, I... uh I remember being at, I can't remember if it was Costco or Home Depot, but there was a lady with like a cart full of plants and we watched her like she was in front of us and she left and she had a cart full and it was like a minus like 27 day. Like it was pretty cold. And we're watching her just kind of mosey to her car with her plants in the Uh cart. I know. And like the look of horror on my face. I'm sure she was like, why is that lady staring at me? Like with, you know, wide eyed and being like, oh my God. Because part of you wanted to scream out like. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's when you could run over with your very fancily branded Fancy Plants podcast plant blanket. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Right? Yeah, because you wouldn't get arrested. No. But go for it. With your Fancy Plants podcast plant bank blanket. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you guys could be like the plant police, you know, like you have a little siren and it plays the Fancy Plants <laughs> podcast song and then you run out and like, stop. In you know? the name of plants. Oh yeah, boy, totally. I went there. I went there. Yeah, you that did. Cole is has used to me now. Like I'll be walking past somebody and they'll like have plants or, or whatever. And he's like, don't, don't. No, no, don't keep walking. They're fine. Your tongue's <laughs> probably really sore by the time you get to They're the vehicle. Fine. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> just like, but, but, uh, did, oh, yeah. Okay. But I mean, we've been together in a greenhouse before and have surely we've gone up to people or they've had. No, like Amanda just pushes them out of the way. That too. Are you overhear them asking questions? Like, if I overhear someone talking about plants in a plant store and they're not right about something, I'll go and tell them, but nicely. I've done that before. Yeah, but have you done it in front of Richard? I don't think so. I don't know about that, but I think you've like helped somebody when you're with me. Like you just casually answered a question, but it wasn't like correcting them or anything like that. It was just, you know, just answering a question that they made. Yeah, I didn't come or... up. I didn't put a siren on my head. Wee woo, wee woo. Hey, hands up, plant, please. Wee woo. What? <laughs> wee woo. Did you want to die at that point? Because I'm pretty sure Cole wants to die every time I do that. No, actually, no, I did. No, it. Because you're you're just being helpful, I think, right? So I think that yeah, it wasn't anything so, weird. And whether really, it's like, welcome or not, or anything like that. Yeah, whether it's welcome or not, it's happening. Oh yeah, every time. <laughs> uh, so anything? Any last words about winter plant care? Humidity, more water, extra protect attention. your plants from your vents. Oh, the vents. Yeah, with the little, be mindful of bugs. Yeah, buggos. Don't forget to close your windows. Yeah, that's definitely that's true. Yeah, and depending on your house and the, and every and the plant, you might not want it right in the windowsill at winter. Oh, it gets cold. Yeah, that's a good point. Might might freeze. Poor little window. guy. Poor little guy gets cold. Yeah, cold on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you guys are stuck with me. Um. Okay. So, Richard. Yeah. We. Rudely awoken, we've rudely awoken you, drug you down into our podcast studio, and now we're going to maybe just ask you a few questions about what it's like being a plant husband, and so no pressure, but you're kind of the voice of plant husbands right now for, for today. That's a little bit more responsibility than I signed up for <laughs> to represent an entire, I don't know, species of, species. of, of people. I, I don't know what the term here is. He just eyed up the exits again. Right. He, there's yeah, no way he can yeah. make it through these blanket walls, ladies. There's no way. We, we no. got him trapped right where we want him. I can trip him real fast. I can just stick my foot out. Because <laughs> chances are he's going to run that way. He's right? not going to go that way. No. He's going to go that way, and I can stick my foot out and trip him. Okay, perfect. Sue's on it. Thanks, Sue. I already thought about that when I seen him <laughs> checking out how I'm going to stop him. <laughs> so you've been what I guess we're going to call a plant husband for, um, well, two years, maybe a little bit longer. And you have seen me in particular, and I think there's a lot of other plant moms and dads and people out there who go through the same thing where there's a lot of, uh, it's kind of cyclical. So you mentioned the um, succulent collection, for example. Yeah. Then you watched me get rid of that whole thing. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you watched <laughs> me start buying Hoyas. Yeah. And now you've watched me start buying different plants as well. What kind of goes through your mind when you're watching your wife? buy all these things and then get rid of them 
well, I suppose you just wanted a change, but like, <laughs> I guess I, I was like, you were so into succulents at first, right? And I'm like, okay, so this is a thing, right? Where we're getting cactuses, where, you know, we're getting succulents and, and, you know, and I, I actually liked a lot of them too. And that was cool. And then all of a sudden one day you're just like out with the old in with the new, right? <laughs> so I had, uh, you, well, Sue and Amanda, you would have seen this as well. So I had a big, almost industrial style shelf in our living room. Yeah, it was pretty a, large. It was with a four foot four bulb, four tube yeah, grow light, light in it. Yeah. On a timer. Yeah. How did you feel about that giant thing being in our living room? Well, it it took up a bit of space and it was kind of right in front of the window. And I mean, our, our, our old place too was a bit smaller in terms of like the living room and the kitchen area. So, I mean, it was already kind of tight to fit people in there, like when we had people over. Uh, so the, so the plants and fortunately the thing was on wheels though. So we could wheel it away if we kind of needed some extra room or some space or whatever, but, uh, it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but you know, honestly, you know what? I just wanted you to kind of have your hobby and to be happy and and to... he is being so diplomatic right now. Like you should see him fidgeting over there under <laughs> the know. table. Like it's spectacular. <laughs> I uh, think it's also because he has a woodworking shop, and he if I can have my hobby, then he gets to have his. And but his costs more money. Well, maybe not now. Well, we <laughs> well, we actually have the same arrangement in our house, except his hobby's motorcycles. Oh yeah, I'm golden. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so basically, like I've always actually had hobbies. Like that's something that's been a part of me since I was young, right? Like when I was a kid, I used to make like little miniature models, like scale models, like cars and tanks and stuff like that. And then in my teenage teenage years, I got into car audio, so I spent uh, way too much money on stuff that just got stolen. And then. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, growing up, I started getting into woodworking and got in a little bit into mechanics, sort of not by choice, but also I, I enjoy it when I do it, but mostly it's to fix something that's broken. And, but yeah, right now it's kind of like woodworking is kind of probably one of the main hobbies. And yeah, it's a, you know, it, there's a bit of cost there. So I, I was actually happy to see you, you know, find this hobby because you really enjoyed it, I found. And, and you also found friends here too, right? Like Sue and Amanda, Aww. you guys. You guys kind of came together through this, right? And you guys have yeah. pretty much been in contact every single day since, right? So very true. You know, it's kind of a cool. So your your hobby's a little probably a little more social than mine. Woodworking is more, you know, yourself in the garage, and it's very zen. But uh, what's great about it for me is it can be like, oh man, I wish I had this thing, and then ta da! Two weeks later, it's built. Yeah, that is pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and for me, it's like I wish I had this thing, and she's like, ta da! No, you can't buy that right now. <laughs> I spent that money on plants. Oh man, if that that's so true, you guys you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have one more question that I'm gonna let these ladies loose on you. Recently online there was a plant that sold in an auction for six thousand dollars. How do you feel about that? You know, it's I guess my 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 logical brain gets it in the sense that yes, maybe it's maybe it's a rare plant. And and honestly, you know what? if it's valuable to somebody and somebody's willing to pay that, it's actually worth it. You know what I mean? Like, like there's, there's weird, odd collector items that people buy for millions of dollars that, you know, just out of context actually are kind of worthless. Like, you know, like it's just like a stamp and really it's just a piece of paper and it's values maybe like, you know, a quarter of a cent or something for the actual material it's made out of, but it's the history and it's this or that, or maybe how rare it is. Um, but then seeing a plant for $6,000, I can't help but think like, well, I could just go walk in the jungle and pick that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Poacher. 
I know it's not that easy, but it's just, I, I, it's just weird sort of thinking. Like you think you could just go get that out in, you know, nature somewhere, but yeah. I guess you'd have to have a big expensive plane flight, which might cost more than $6,000. Also, Amanda would be really mad at you. So quick follow up. Oh, how and would, conservation rules how would and you all feel, that, you know, laws and stuff. Yeah. How would you feel if I bought a $6,000 plant? I would, well, I would feel um, pretty good driving away from the house with all my things in the car. <laughs> Would you though? <laughs> yeah, he is not going my... to give you permission for a six thousand dollars. And you know, I don't want no. a six thousand no, dollars plant. That's no, too much that stress. Is out of line. I out thought he was going to say, "I feel broke." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's yeah. that's too yeah, much. We, yeah, that's too much. And just a little it's... insight on how we, well, at least me, how I feel about it. I think that paying six thousand dollars for something that could die is no, thank you. I yeah, like six dollars, cool. Yeah, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. 60 if you really think it's a cool plant, but... And you're confident that you've got, like, the care nailed? Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's about it. Well, then again, there's those people that do the bonsai trees, and I hear those are just insanely expensive. Like, they can go for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. That's yeah, true. that's true. And, but they, you know, those trees might have been alive for, like, what, six, eight hundred years or something? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's some definite value in, well, in those. And we kind of talked about it at lunch, or at breakfast today about like certain things in our lives we all like and we're willing to spend the money on so i guess if you're willing to spend the money on the plant then that's great i think it's just my personally i'm like that's ridiculous oh but, i'm with you like but there do is what you want yeah like we talked about fancy pepper shakers or grinders and so like yeah you spend money what's on value to you so that's what gives it value and i guess if it's six worth six thousand dollars then to you then it's worth $6,000. But I just sometimes wonder what, you know, when they buy it, what happens next? What if that plant died? What if... Um, I have a feeling he's going to take very good care of that plant. <laughs> you would hope so. Yeah. Kind of like when you buy a pet and, it, you know, kind of the idea is you put a lot of money into this pet and it's going to be your pet forever and stuff. But there's not everybody has that kind of mentality. Yeah, totally. You know, and I guess you're onto something there. I, I've seen people spend $6,000 on a dog. Yep. Yeah, completely. Yeah. You spend your money however you want. Absolutely. Absolutely. You do yeah. what you want, girls and boys. And that's what I mean. Like others. what you spend it on gives it the value. Like what it feels to you gives it the value. Well, and it, I would also say it's probably relative in the sense that, uh, yeah, if you're a billionaire, $6,000 plant is like totally. $5 out of your pocket. Totally. You know, that's like true. It's, it's nothing. So, you know, it, it's all relative. I wonder what it's like to be like that. <laughs> I'm willing to try if anybody yeah. wants to donate. Yeah, we can do some research here. If you guys want to donate, yeah, we we'll tell you what it's like here. to yeah, totally. yeah. live like a billionaire. Yeah. Kickstarter. Help me live like a billionaire. Go fund me or yeah. don't. It's fund for me. Science, yeah. science. The the fancy cash Kickstarter. Yeah, exactly. Podcast. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, ladies. So you heard Richard talk a little bit about his experience and we're not quite done with you he's a good sport uh yeah a <laughs> being sport. a plant husband um do you have any thoughts or comments on your husband's or do you have questions for richard as a plant husband or anything i like that you have hobbies and that you value hobbies and like oh my my knowledge comes out in me here but it is actually proven that people who have holly hobbies and like participate them in them regularly they have lower risk of heart attack and stroke. They have um, better mental health because when you're tending to your hobby or doing your hobby and enjoying it, what happens to the rest of the world? It kind of melts away. So I think it's great that you 
you're open about I've always had hobbies. It's like a good it's important to you. I think that's great because more people there's a lot of people out there that don't have hobbies. Okay, so I've heard Cole describe it to friends and family and that how do you describe Cole or Chris's plant hobby to your friends? Oh, that's interesting. Okay, like, are you just so... like, holy crap, I live in a jungle or? No, not really. Like I do say, yeah, my wife has a lot of plants um, and, you know, I don't know what any of them are called and, you know, but, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I don't really like, I don't really like kind of go overboard with describing it or anything like that. I just say, you know, we have plants kind of everywhere in our house, but it's just something I've gotten used to, you know, so I don't even, it's not even something that I necessarily bring up in conversation like, Oh my God, my wife has so many plants, you know, like I'm not, I'm not kind of doing that. Like, yeah. Ooh, I'm so curious what mine would say about that question. So we were at Thanksgiving dinner and Cole's uncle's talking about, yeah, maybe we'll come visit you and that. And he's like, well, we have a lot of plants. And his uncle immediately climbed the wall because apparently their mom used to have a, a ton of plants. And he's just like, nope, nope, can't live in a jungle. Cole whips out his phone and has a picture of the living room from where he sits in his chair with all of the plants around. I'm just like, oh my God, he's got this. And then he's like, there's plants everywhere, but she makes money on them. And I'm like, all right, if this is how you quantify it, okay. Yeah, just smile and nod at that comment, yeah. right? Uh -huh. Smile and nod yeah. at that. Um, well, and Richard um, built us some shelves. And, and what was happening is I'm, running out of space to put plants and i i don't have as many plants as you ladies do um i don't think but what happens is is and i'm sure that you find this as well is you run out of space to, to put these things so richard very kindly built us some shelves so i'm like my i just like to think that my hobby helps his hobby yeah the, the, yeah, there have been actually quite a few things like that. Like the, the, we built some live edge cedar shelves for the living room to put these plants on. It actually does more than just let me do some hobby stuff, though, like with woodworking. So the other thing is like if these plants don't have a home, then they sit in a tray on our table or on the kitchen counter <laughs> or places like that. And I, I am a bit of a like I, I do like things to be kind of neat and clean. Like I am kind of like a minimalist that way. Like I like things to be organized so, and, and I can tolerate it for a bit, but then it just gets to a point where I see it enough and I'm like, okay, these have got to go or I'm going to go crazy. So, uh, so that's where like suggestions of shelving and storage and like nice, neat ways to display these things. Like I'm all in for that because it actually kind of helps my mental health too. <laughs> Richard is far tidier than I am. I tend not to notice my surroundings as much as he does. So he's definitely like he will tidy the kitchen a lot more often than I will just because he just likes it to be like that and I don't really see that it's not like doesn't affect me as much so that's a really interesting um partnership that way because he kind of has to toddle along behind me he either is like okay pick up your crap please which is totally fine and totally like I mean nice you say nicer like Hey, could you maybe put your clothes away? Like, darn it, he caught me. <laughs> um, but Her yeah, closet is the dryer. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, uh, right now my laundry is in a laundry basket upstairs, clean. It's totally true. Um, but you know what? It seems to work for us, so it is what it is, I guess. Do you guys find that you have like when when your plants are expanding? How do your husbands deal with that? 
Oh yeah, Jeff's like, you have to deal with this. <laughs> like, there's no nice. It's not that he's being rude. He's just like, there's no pussy footing around. Yeah, it. like you both he's have just to live like, there, right? Yeah, he's like, you need to deal with this. You need to put these somewhere. In our island, it we have a kitchen island, and it just gets full of crap. So now it's full of plants. Like it could be full of paperwork and all that kind of stuff, yep. or it could be plants. So it's plants. That happens to me too. We came back from vacation. I had my few new plants in tow because, well, because. And Cole, I was so impressed with him. He looks at me, he goes, so um, you're going to quarantine these downstairs with all the other plants? Or are you just going to quarantine them on the kitchen table? <laughs> so, yeah, he, hey, he, at least he knows I quarantine. Yeah. He was not happy yeah, when I, I said I'm aware table. of that too. And it, it often kind of scares me because if I see plants, I think, okay, well, maybe I can move them over there. But I'm always conscious of like, Okay, maybe they're here for a reason. Maybe they're distanced from the, like, socially distancing plants is like a thing, too, that has existed long before COVID. <laughs> yeah. true, very so true. true. <laughs> that's so true. And I bet, I that's a really great observation because I never really considered that. And so, thank you for not moving my plants. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch them. And, you know, and, and I know some of them might be a bit expensive or you might really love them. So, yeah, I wouldn't touch them. Jeff has on occasion put plants in places, but he he's pretty good about it where he puts them. Like he puts them somewhere where it looks nice and he'll even phone me. Like if I'm not home, he'll be like, is this going to be enough light if I put it here? So he's pretty oh, good like that. That's awesome. I know. He's pretty good. He's pretty good that way. So I, I kind of feel lucky there. <laughs> you know what? I will say though, I, I like the way the plants look, especially in our living room now. We got them on the nice shelves. It just brought a lot of warmth to the room. Like it just, it just transformed the room completely. Actually, and it made it a lot more homely and uh, a lot more cozy. So, like, um, and and traditionally, we haven't been very good at like decorating our house. Like, it takes us a long time. Like, we're not just sort of naturally interior designers where we're just like, bing, bang, boom, and you know, you color everything, you throw these throws That's down. That's the sound of interior like, designing, friends. <laughs> Absolutely, that is the official sound of interior designing now. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, so so it, it always seems to take us a long time, but the plants have kind of like made that better, and and I really like the way they look. So so I'm actually happy for it that uh, you know we have that. Honestly, it was almost shocking how much that room changed. I was not expecting like, our house is pretty blank, like it's very white ish, and the floor is like I guess a medium brownie color, and then the cupboards are all white, and it's just a big open space, and so. We, I am having trouble kind of deciding what to put where. And it, even in our old house, it took us like five years to do the living room the way we liked it. Then we moved. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. You know what I'm hearing from this? Because Richard is speaking for all of the plant husbands is permission. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. Just go. Out and, you go out and get plants. You deserve them. Well, uh, let's not get <laughs> too far ahead of ourselves here. Like, we got to talk about a bit of a quid pro quo. So, you know, guys, if you're out there and you got hobbies, you got things you need, you need tools, you need uh, table saws, you need jointers, you need planers, you need, uh, I don't know, anything, you know, a, a new crane crane lift for your engine or something like that, you know, like, uh, you know, you need to install an entire, you know, lift in your garage, you know, like, anyway. Ask for it, boys. Oh, you're turning this around. See, I always tell Jeff, like, if he does have a moment where he kind of complains or something, and not so much anymore, but in, in the beginning of multiple plants, <laughs> he he would kind of give me a hard time, and I'd always say, 
could be Coke and puppies, could be Coke and puppies, um, which like Coke as in drugs, like the drug. Okay. Like cocaine, <laughs> cocaine, um, cocaine and puppies. Not that I have a cocaine habit or ever, but um, that's just what I tell him or puppies because that scares him because I would love to have more puppies. See, Cole phones me like if a plant fa- cat knocks a plant off of a shelf. Cole, I don't know when I put the fear of God in him, but he will phone me at work to say the cat knocked over a plant. Can I pick it up? <laughs> he, he is terrified to open the windows. He's like, am I going to hurt the plant if I open the windows? Because I'm that person that comes home and like ah, thrips and I'm like closing windows and screens. <laughs> There is definitely anxiety uh, being a plant husband, especially when your wife asks you to do some care or maintenance for them when she's away. Like, I think she had me water them once and it just scared me because I know some of them, like you can't water, overwater them. Some of them, maybe they need more. I don't know which one's which. And yeah, it just like, it kind of scared the crap out of me, you know, or I think, I, or I'm also scared that I'm going to overwater it and then it's going to pour out the bottom of it and then it's going to get all over the, you know, furniture and stuff <laughs> like that. So, so it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it seems like something that should be really simple, but then it's like, it's not. That's a really great point because I would say that the majority of the time, those of us who have plants as hobbies, and I guess any hobby, you teach yourself, like you are self-taught in all of these things. And you can't just shift that knowledge onto another person when you have 50 plants in your house that are all maybe going to need something different or maybe not. And then over time, as you get more experience, the way that you care for your plants is a little more by feel as opposed to by knowledge because you have the knowledge so now you can use like your use that in a your senses yeah exactly in 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 that kind of way um whereas you can't download that onto somebody if you go away for two weeks i feel like we need a plant husband support line yeah (laughs) yeah totally a branded fancy someone needs to make a social media group of uh plant husband or plant spouse because i mean (laughs) there is there is um you know Females who are on the other end of the of that spectrum totally. too. Totally. So yeah, plant spouse support. <laughs> plant oh no, spouse my hotline. Yeah, my spouse left for two weeks and gave me these instructions. What do I do? <laughs> I can't read her handwriting. <laughs> if I send you a picture of this plant, can you tell me what's wrong with it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you do when there's too many plants and you can't sit at the table to eat? What do you do? What that, do I do? That happens. Yeah, that happens. It does. Can I move this? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> Richard, Jeff, and Cole should maybe start this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> well, see, now, I'm a little nicer to Cole. When I go away on vacation without him, I'm like, do you want to water the plants or do you want me to have somebody come over? It's like, get somebody. Every time. Like, if he has the option to have somebody come over to water the plants, he is all over it. Well, it's probably pretty stressful. You have a lot of plants. And some of them are weird. <laughs> <laughs> You can't deny that. <laughs> some of them are pokey. Some of them are long and stringy. Some of them are fuzzy. Something. Like... Okay, yeah. All I'm, right. I'm just I'll, trying to imagine. I will give you that some of my plants are weird. I'm just trying to imagine it from somebody's perspective who doesn't know anything. Exactly. Yeah. So when you look at the plant, you're like, okay, like this one is, looks way different than that one. And you don't know what the differences are. <laughs> So I can just imagine being like, what do I even do with this? Yeah. Like I know Jeff has, when I've been gone, he's been like, this plant looks really dry. 
and he'll describe it. He'll tell me what plot it's in, where it is, and then I know what plant it is. And then I'll say the name to it. And then he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do I do it? Totally. And I have on more than one occasion told him, just leave it till I get back because I'm like, I don't know. You don't sound, you're not making me feel confident about this here. So it'll, it'll, that one will be okay. A little dry till I come back. Um, but I mean, at least they phone and ask cause they know it's important to you. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, they see the bank account sometimes. So they know. <laughs> right. So Richard, what goes through your head when we go off on plant tangents? Like, are you just like, yeah, see you guys later. I'm out or. Well, I'm kind of listening and, um, I might not understand everything, but I'm just like, yeah, okay, well, I'll we'll just wait for this to end. And, <laughs> and um, yeah, and we'll just smile and nod. And, <laughs> smile and yeah, nod. Yeah, just okay. <laughs> yeah, how much is it going to cost? Yeah, you know. Do I need to build something for it? Yeah. Uh, speaking of building stuff, so so something else that I noticed too is like I actually, I built a, I built a crystal plant station. A uh, little, basically, a workbench for her planting and potting and stuff, and and I, you know what, it was it was a good project, and I was really happy to, uh, because before that she used to use my workbenches for it, <laughs> right? And so this is a workbench for woodworking, and it's got dirt on it, Ooh. and I'm like, oh yeah, no, no, okay, we can't have dirt on this workbench. So there so. was motivation behind it. See, she was oh, all yeah. like, we thought you were the sweetest husband ever to be like, I will build you a potting station, but there's motivation behind it. I think it was a win-win. It totally, definitely, yeah, absolutely, nothing wrong with that. Right? And you know what? Again, but but like I said, I support like hobbies. I I think it is important. I agree with you on that. I think there is a therapeutic thing. I think there's like a mental health thing to it too, to have them. Uh, so, so I think like, yeah, supporting that. And I mean, to do a hobby, you need the right setup and you need the right tools. Like if you don't have a place to do your planting and pots and stuff, it's, it's harder. And you're, you know, you're doing it on your kitchen counter and making a mess or whatever. And, you know, and, you know, or maybe getting bugs in your house, what, you know, whatever, whatever the, whatever the situation is. Oh, there's is, bugs right? in the house. Well, I know there's always going to be <laughs> bugs in a house. You can't really get rid of bugs everywhere, but, um. But yeah, you, you need a place to do it. Otherwise it's difficult, it's less enjoyable. You might, you know, or you might even hurt yourself if you're not using the right things, right? Maybe not with plants, but definitely with woodworking. Uh, yeah, you should meet maybe. some of my plants. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, drop a big true. pot on your toe or something. Yeah. Agaves in particular will, they bite, will poke you. Yeah. Are any of the plants you guys have poisonous? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I can, I, I could commit mass murder with a dollar ninety nine seed. Wow. But like maybe terrifying. don't though. Yeah. Yeah, don't. Yeah. yeah. Like I I don't plan yeah. on it, but yeah. um I'm saying that it's relatively easy to do and the knowledge is there. <laughs> okay. Right, so, so everyone plant be husbands nice. have to be very good to yeah. their wives. <laughs> <laughs> because they could put a little seed in your drink or something. Yeah. Yeah. Before you know it. Here, try this new drink I made like for you. Like that old movie I Love You to Death. <laughs> Get a sandwich for work and there's a Diefenbachia leaf or lettuce on it. <laughs> oh, that. that would be so bitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, there, and I plant lots of plants are um, poisonous to people and to pets and all that. And we don't get into that too much because liability. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the answer to that is absolutely yes. So yeah. you probably, I've seen you looking at the plants and I, I know you and it looks like you're thinking, like, hey, how would that taste? Don't. yes richard looks like he's a plant taster (laughs) actually it's funny some plants look like they might actually taste good like uh there's that little um there's that little succulent that looks like little peas 
Oh yeah. Oh, so with that girls? string of pearls, right? That looks like something I'm just I've always wanted to eat one. I don't know why. Just <laughs> yeah, like, he they look do. like they'd be like 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 the snap peas or something, like oh, really yeah. good. Like they but look they like taste that. so bad. Yeah, they probably would, but I think we have a volunteer yeah. to try though. But yeah, you <laughs> know, it's po- like when well, you wait, when wait, you're a kid and you pick a berry. When you're a kid and you pick a berry off a tree and you think, yeah, this will taste good. Yeah, no, that's like the most bitter thing you've ever tasted. Yeah. In your life. It's like you yeah. just put a mouthful of alum in your mouth. Mm, alum. Yeah. <laughs> they are somewhat poisonous and should not be consumed. Aww. Rated as toxicity classes two and four by the University of California. All right, noted. We don't have any don't more of those anyway, of do we? It might cause minor illnesses such as vomiting or diarrhea. Oh, that sounds like a party. So Actually, there's a deterrent for you. <laughs> I just I just noticed something though. I said, um, we don't have any more of those, do we? Because I don't actually know where all your little pockets of plants are around the house always. <laughs> like they're always kind of just changing slowly and That's morphing true. and rotating. So sometimes I'm like, there might be plants in here I'm not even aware of. So we do have a string of pearls. It is in our ensuite in that head concrete planter that's hanging on the wall above the that's toilet. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought I saw one in the house somewhere. I just couldn't place where. There's so many locations. <laughs> My maturity over here just giggled when you're like, the string of pearls or the string of peas is above the toilet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess that was not intentional. <laughs> Probably not the only string of peas there. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you're appealing to Richard's sense of humor. <laughs> So you you know that we actually rearrange plants as a tactic to smuggle more in the house, right? Yeah. Uh, so I do the same thing with tools. <laughs> <laughs> He's sneakier, though. I don't. Lots of times, like if I get plant mail, I'll show it to him and be like, "Hey, plant mail." And so we usually get packages delivered to the office. We work together too, as well. Um, and so. He'll see my plant mail come in, but I never see his tool mail come in. So I don't know if he's just like really good at intercepting the Amazon guy or what the deal is there. But lots of times I'll come home and be like, hey, what's this new thing? And he'll be like, and I think he uses the same tactics. Oh, I've had that for months. But I'm like. I I don't usually order my tools online, though. So like I'll go and get them from, you know, the store and stuff. Yeah, the big ones. That's true. Yeah. And you might be, you know, somewhere and I might be like, okay, I'll just, uh, you know, make a quick project of replacing this drill press. (laughs) Um, You know, so, yeah. Hey, honey, look at, look at. Well, I don't Look what I can do with this great thing. What? Look at all the things I could build for you. Can I tell you with tools, too? Like. I'm always like, okay, like what tool do you want? And he'll then we'll talk about it. Then I'm like, okay, well, my philosophy is don't get the cheapest one. Get like something that's going to serve you for a while. And so I we always talk about it and we pick something or he'll pick something. I'll be like, okay, is that enough for later? Yeah, no problem. That's enough for later. And then like a year later, he's like, well, I need a better table saw. And I was like, well, why didn't you get that before? Well, no, no. So, so, and this is, this is where I think we can draw a parallel maybe between plants and, and like what, what I do, for example, is because when I first started, I mostly worked with softwood. So I worked with, and like MDF and like pine and, and spruce and stuff. And they're, they're soft. And, and my table saw doesn't have a ton of horsepower. It's under one horsepower. I think it's like three quarters or something, just like a little rigid table saw. So for softwoods and, and like panels and plywood and stuff, that's totally fine. But what I've been getting into is hardwoods. So I'm starting to work with maple, with oak, and those are much more dense. And what happens is the saw actually slows down. And I've actually had the saw like literally shut off in the middle of a cut because it can't actually push 
the wood through it can't cut it well enough and then it leaves burn marks on the piece so 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 it's it's one of those things where my hobby's evolving so the tools need to evolve with it kind of like plants they evolve I, our I, tastes I, I and plants so. evolve for for those of you who can't see the conversation right now you know how we all get really excited when we talk about our plants richard was yeah. just doing that and chris has found a twist tie on the table <laughs> and is completely focused on it. She is gone. <laughs> it helps me listen. So what did Richard just say? He needs a new table saw because hardwoods are harder than softwoods. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Way yeah, that's terms. a good summary. <laughs> you know? So I was listening. I was, and also I've heard it lots. I think too, like so. if Jeff came home with a new tool, I wouldn't notice because I don't look at his tools all the time where my plants are everywhere in the house. So he sees it and Jeff's good. He's good. Like he, I can't just be like, bring a new plant in, put it with all the plants and be like, he won't notice. He'll notice. Same with shirts. I'll wear a shirt and he'll be like, where'd you get that shirt? And I could like wear that and leave it hidden in the closet for three months before I actually wore it for the first time. He'll know. But that's really sweet. He's looking at you. I know he's noticing, but I think it's probably because he doesn't trust me. He's like, what did she buy new today? <laughs> Let I, me look around the house, scope it, everything out. I grab the boxes and make a beeline for my office. I've got everything tucked away in quarantine in boxes underneath stuff. I've got the boxes all broken down and stored. And Cole come into my office a couple of weeks. And she's like, have they grown that much? <laughs> yes. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look how much this grew into this whole other different kind of plant. <laughs> so what advice would you give husbands who maybe, maybe they don't, maybe they're not into woodworking. Um, you know, maybe that's not something that they like to do. What would your advice for husbands who need to help their wives have fine extra storage in their homes be? Well, I, yeah, I think you got to be, you got to be a bit creative. I think, yeah, like having some shelving and, and things like that, uh, your garage is usually like, if you have a garage, it's usually a pretty good place to, to store things as long as it's heated and whatnot. Uh, you know, you, it's not too cold. Are you suggesting storing plants in the garage? Well, no, just like if you need places to quarantine and whatever, if you need some shelves to, to put stuff. Cole came in from the garage <laughs> last week. He's like, uh, so you have a bag of soil out here. Um. I'm bringing it inside. Where do you want me to put it? Like that, no, no plant should cross garage threshold. Like that's that's a no go. Oh, so his in, for to him, no plant things are allowed in the garage. No, 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 no. That's gotcha. a bad, 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 bad. That's no. That's his spot. That's yeah. his area. Well, we have a rule in our house that I park in the garage in the winter. But Richard gets to have almost the whole garage all summer. And really, if he wanted to work in there, he could just pull your car out. Totally and pull back in. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fair. I think so. Yeah, the the only thing is the car leaves water on the on the floor or where <laughs> we have like we have a mat or whatever that we put down for the winter, but then that that's like wet and you can't really work on that. Yeah, it's a little messy. It's a it's a good size though, so No, but I guess in the house, I mean obviously you just you need shelving and you need places to put stuff, but I guess there's probably a limit too, right? Depending on uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. How many plants you have, how big they are. Yeah. You know, how many, I guess how much light you have, because there's rooms, you know, if you have a room with a tiny window, maybe it's not enough light, things like that. Like, there are limits to how much plants you can put in a house sometimes. Oh, Amanda does not like that. <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs> um, no. 
I think I no. looked up the uh, the uh, Wikipedia article for incredulity. Incredulity <laughs> is that the word? Yes. Yeah, and 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 her face was on it. <laughs> right there. Too many plants. Poof. There's always yeah. room. You can go. Like I, I just spoke blasphemy on a plant. You did. Podcast. You did. Yeah, like so I, sorry. I can move the stand of motorcycle helmets in the basement. Like that. That's a thing. Actually, you don't need too many tools to knock out a wall. So you can just like remove the walls from the house. And exactly. Then have all the room good Sledgehammer and yeah. grow lights. Folks, have Tom your spouse who yeah. is not the plant lover. Actually, listen if you to go this. to Walmart good or advice you, on you, it. Costco, usually you can get the plastic plant shelving for like thirty bucks. It's ugly as heck, but uh, it'll you cover work. it with enough plants, you don't see it. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. Right, and you get a viney plant to actually cover the shelf itself, like wrap yeah. around the shelf, and pretty soon you'll just have this awesome. Uh, awesome it'll shelf. look like a Greek restaurant, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> that's, like Opa. in Jasper, you know that L and W restaurant in Jasper, mm-hmm. where the whole thing is like a tree. Yes, I love that restaurant. I, I've been in one. Don't... And it was like this really kitschy, like it's covered in vines everywhere. They're fake vines, but it's just oh, covered. Remember and, we went yeah. to in Jasper and they have like the, that ficus tree in that one room. And it oh, is like, yes. Yeah. that. Just yeah. don't look too closely at it because. Oh, no, it's ugly. No, it's not that it's ugly. I just think there's maybe some mites in there or something. Yeah, uh, it's good I'm scale. pretty sure that say, building sure has scale. a bit of mold in it. Yeah. <laughs> that tree is old. Like the oh, humidity yeah. in that place is just insane like yeah. that, that building is probably not in good shape so let's say chris comes to you and she's like i want to make a living wall so like a wall full of i plants. have done that just for the record <laughs> yeah i know we, we've we've talked about the living wall before we all want one what are your thoughts on a living wall so what exactly does that mean um what does that entail like is that just like it's full of plants like it not it's shelves plants? it's not like a moss covered wall or something like okay that, right? so it, usually it's a uh, fabric or plastic or sometimes wood uh, with like a plastic coating over it system that covers the wall. And it's got pockets in it every six or eight inches. And you put different plants in each pocket okay. with soil. And then you throw water on it, on the wall. Okay. Okay. He, oh, he's making a face. Yeah, I you know what? I, honestly, <laughs> I think like so. So, in terms of like when you have an interior and you look at a place, and and like I know I said, I'm not an interior designer, but I love like like a feature wall or something. And I, I mean, I actually love nature. Like I like I like like the forest. I like being out in, in the woods. That's that sort of stuff. So, so having that in a place would I think would look really cool. My worry would be the water. Like, okay, is that water going down? Is it seeping into the floor? Is it damaging the house? Like, that that, that would be the thing. So if it's built well and it actually, like, keeps the house from being damaged and from getting mold, then, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'd have too much of a problem with that. I think you're the dude to build it, personally. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, this well, is a good you, question for him because he could he could build it. You could ensure that it was properly made and not leaking. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome for that. Sorry, I that was like totally under the bus. We, uh-huh. Yeah, we got you on that <laughs> <one>. Yeah. <laughs> now he's like, guess I'm building We've, a living wall. They have one in the Edmonton airport and I think the Vancouver airport as well. So we have walked by these before. There's one in GP here. Yeah, at one of the um, elderly Is folks home. Okay. Uh, oh. No, uh, at uh, an auto body shop here. Just oh. uh, uh, auto body repair. Okay. Uh, just down from uh, the old bypass. Okay. 
Yeah. yeah. And there's a, there's one of the seniors homes here that has one. No, I helped them rip that out. Yeah. Oh, it's all gone. That out. It's yeah. All gone. It's, okay. That's actually where Richard's dad is. Oh yeah. Well, there was one. It shows how often. But I it was different because it was vining plants and they were planted on the bottom and they vined up the Yeah, they grid. just had a yeah, net on the wall oh. that went up the wall and the um, vines were climbing that. Sage, the store Sage. Oh, yeah, they yeah, have, yeah. They have like a little one. Yeah. I, I think it's something that we could do. Personally, I said, yeah, looking at my husband intently. It, but, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, thanks, ladies. <laughs> but we could put these in them and... They've got detail for you. That's pretty cool. I like those. All right. Chris is getting jewel orchids. <laughs> Actually, Jeff, we were looking at them last night, and he's like, those are cool. Get it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that actually bigger. does look really cool. I, I'd like the look of that plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Chris. You're yes, learning orchids. Yes, I'm learning orchids. <laughs> Aren't orchids a lot of maintenance? No, not, not, not always. Not those ones. No? Okay. Some of them Sorry, are, but not my, all. Of them. My only experience with orchids is uh, was that movie adaptation, and he's like, like putting, like he's injecting something into the orchid, and it seemed like a really crazy process. Like the guy was like a total orchid psycho. Some orchid, like like the orchids that you that are big and have big flowers on them. That's not like these orchids. Okay. Yeah, okay. they're different. Okay. These ones are like short. And yeah. Okay. Bold. I'm thinking like the yeah the big yeah, flower and I different. don't know if he was like pollinating them or something. There's so many kinds of orchids. It's crazy. I had no idea until I met you guys how many time how many kinds of orchids there were. And then I was looking at um, there is some botanical garden somewhere. I want to say probably Brooklyn or New York or something that I was reading about, and they have an orchid room where orchids like kind of are set up to live in their normal uh, ecosystem. So lots of them aren't even planted; they're just hanging because. I think they live on trees, I'm assuming. Yeah, epiphytes. When we had Eve on, he was saying that the they would just grow on the branches. They just kind of attach themselves and you can see the roots and stuff. So yeah, that's why they cool. just hang. Super, super cool. cool. I hear road trip. Where are we going? I don't know, to the orchid room. Okay. I mean, you yeah. mentioned it. Okay, uh, I'm, let's go. Sweet. Wait, Bye, can hun. we cross the border yet? Bye. You can always fly to the States. Okay. Fancy plants road train. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna go for a drive. What was your thought? Oh, that's a good question for you, Richard. What was your thought the first time when we went on a plant road trip together, us three girls? What was I think that's kind of cool. Yeah? That's, that's fun. You guys go on a road trip. It's, yeah, that, that'd be fun, you know? Were yeah. you prepared for what came back, though? Like all the plants? Do you remember? Or did, yeah, did you uh, hide no, them? No, I, I, was, I was prepared by that point because also uh, my wife is also a bit of a wine uh, aficionado and she <laughs> goes on, on trips to wine country uh, down in Kelowna and you know, that valley there. Uh, and she comes back with a few boxes of wine as well. So yeah, <laughs> same sort of thing. And not like the juice box style boxes that are big, but like... Cases. Boxes, yeah, boxes of bottles. Cases, yeah, yeah, yeah cases. To yeah, be fair, yeah, though, yeah. I wine actually shouldn't come in boxes. I did that plant trip before I did the wine trip, but I can see the connection together now. I never thought about it like that before. Yeah, it was kind of so. I was expecting basically the same output, just uh, you know, different medium. Essentially, when I leave, I come back with lots of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do that too. I wish we had a picture because I remember sitting in the back of the car, <laughs> surrounded by we all these plants pictures. in bags. I don't know. No, we, I don't think we had pictures of Sue stuffed in the back of the oh, car. Oh, that would be my plan. You sitting can see on her lap. head. Yeah. Barely. So Richard's familiar with that because one time we went to Edmonton with our friends and they have like a crew cab truck. Is that right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So we went to Ikea and they had a lot of furniture to buy because they had just moved into their house. And I like buying things at Ikea too because we don't have one here. So we did have, I had to ride in the middle in the front, which was tight. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's about a five hour drive. And then Richard was sitting in the back and he couldn't actually get out because if he moved, everything would have fallen out of that back cab like it was and the and the we would look like the clampets like <laughs> yeah like it like we had a tarp over the back of the stuff and we're driving down the highway and it starts like flurries like like snow starts flurrying it was just kind of the the, the beginning of winter and uh, yeah the tarp starts tearing off as we're driving down the road we're and driving it's kind of hanging the, on by like a corner or two we we're driving up down the anthony henday yeah, down, so down Anthony Handy, freeway, and this thing's unquote, tearing off, and I'm thinking, oh my God, what a disaster. If this thing flies off and like lands on another car, like obviously not cool. So we pull over, and we get the tarp off, and then we there's a Canadian tire actually on the road. So we stop into this Canadian tire, try to find a tarp, try to find something with some reinforced corners, and then go and strap it back down. And that was the most stressful drive like ever, like to go down and just have that much stuff. Like we, we probably should have had a U-Haul or a semi or something, um, some trailer or something. Yeah. Like we needed, we needed like a cube van, I think yeah. really for what we had, you know, to comfortably drive safely down the road with it. <laughs> yeah. So I've done that before, I guess is this is my point. <laughs> what you're saying is you have experience. A definite experience. All right. Good to know. That. Definite. Um, so we're, our time is about up. But maybe, Richard, you have, first of all, any last questions or comments from you ladies? What are you glad her hobby isn't? Ooh. Okay, actually, that's a good question. So most hobbies are innocent. I guess Coke and Puppies is probably one good example <laughs> of like hobbies that are probably not so yeah. cool. Um, uh, I'd, puppies more than Coke, though. <laughs> I don't mind puppies. Like, actually, I like dogs. But, uh, you know, you know what? Actually, massive cat, like crazy, like hundreds of cats kind of thing like that. That would probably be a little tough. I don't know if that's a hobby necessarily as as it is maybe more of an addiction or a coping mechanism. But yeah, Fine line sometimes between hobby and and obsessive addiction. Chris is dying laughing. Or or like, yeah, for loneliness or whatever. But um, yeah. yeah. He's glad you're not a crazy cat cat I think of Angela from The Office. Like anyway, that's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I, sorry, just jumping back tiny bit back to the trip, the road trip. What would be fun is maybe a road trip to Lee Valley. We got a just few, shop few online. Wood, few wood, wood oh no, buddies. he's no, thinking you tool go, road you gotta trip. You got to go look, and you got to you got to try it out. Like, that, that'd be an expensive trip. Technically, though. we did just take a road trip to Lee Valley, though. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, we try to drop one into one whenever we're at there, and we always spend way more than we were planning to. <laughs> always, I'm for me. I'm happy that my hobby isn't diamonds. That's a good hobby not to have, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know yeah. what? I'll 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 agree with <laughs> that. Like, like the yes. whole like jewelry thing, right? Yeah, like, but it'd be kind of great because there's a lot of value in that. At the end of the day, like actually, could... kind of no. Like I I found like jewelry like um, it's not really worth much once you get it out of the store with it. Hmm. Yeah, but Interesting. You like maybe if you sell the, it privately, but yeah. if you try to get it back to a store or whatever, like they'll you know bit they'll yeah. give you nothing. Like they'll give you pennies on the dollar, or you know, or tell you to go to a pawn shop, which will give you pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Like for example, your wedding ring is worth nothing. No. 
No, mine, d- mine definitely isn't. Except your sentimental value. I love yeah. mine. No, yeah, the, yeah no, I, I just mean like pure financially. Like, yeah, you know. yeah. Oh, you yeah. can melt it down for the Wait, price of I just always and... think because like, you know, people steal diamonds. There's fancy diamonds everywhere. So if you were a diamond collector and you had like a little bag full of all these little diamonds, like that could be worth a lot. Yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely value there, but. Uh, I don't you know have how to get away with diamonds. stealing them. So, <laughs> but it's like collecting money. Like my sure, husband Chris. collects money and um, old money, not new, not new money. Um, but a lot of it's not really worth anything because someone's touched it or yeah. Like, there's or a few the things maybe, that are worth money. You, yeah. really... you ever try and spend a fifty dollar bill at a plant store? And they're like, sorry, we don't accept fifties. Yeah, it's money, right? Yeah. Well, and like the kind of collecting you're talking about, you really have to know your stuff. Like, oh yeah. For for it to be worth something, yeah. and and you honestly, I think it takes a lot of luck just to find the and right thing. to have someone go through it and and evaluate it is uh, seventy five dollars per hour. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Okay. Well, that's another podcast too. I feel like the jewelry podcast. <laughs> Maybe we'll do an offshoot. <laughs> um, Richard, any final words for us? Well, I think plants are an excellent hobby to have. Um, oh. I think they make your house a bit more beautiful, uh, probably even maybe clean the air a little bit. I don't know if I can notice that just walking around, but um, but I honestly, I, I kind of like the plants at our house. Uh, you know, I like the way they look. I, you know, I kind of grown fond of them over time. Uh, so I don't find them as this like thing that's just added and it's evil and I don't like it. Like I actually, I like them, you know, so I am sad when they die sometimes. And I know that sometimes they, they, uh, they die or they get neglected a little bit. Um, Thanks. You know, it's, <laughs> and you know what? It's not even a money thing at that point. It's more just like, like it just, you know, a little poor little plant just poor like kind of yeah. came to the end of its life. So You know how many plant spouses out there that are like, totally into plants where their spouse is maybe not as um, into it as you are, are just swooning over Richard right now. It's yeah, true. He, he's like got some serious brownie points over here. Chris has got a sparkle in her eye and she's <laughs> grinning. Yeah. Serious. They well, probably you know, want us to leave really quick once <laughs> this is done. <laughs> it's funny though because I've never actually really asked. Fair enough. I guess. Yeah. You know Does what? that make me a terrible person? Because no, not at all. I never asked either. Neither yeah. have I. Yeah, no, like, no, I've, I've never realizing. asked about the woodworking stuff either. You know, you you tell, don't ask. Right. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's the advice for all you. Oh plant boy. People. Okay, yeah. that's some advice. Yeah, yeah. So he said for the plant people though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good to know. He covered his base. He's got some serious brownie points going on here, <laughs> considering we ambushed him this morning. That's true. We did. We did. So good under pressure. Um. Well, that was great. Thank you so much for sitting in with us today, Richard. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I hope one day to have either Jeff and or Cole on the show to get their input. (laughs) Amanda's laughing because Cole may not be so amicable from what I'm gathering. I think we'd probably have to hog tie him and maybe medicate him a little bit to get him here, but I'm game. And it has to be first thing in the morning. You got to tear him out of bed. Like we got to make this equal for all of us. Fair enough. Am I allowed to let him put on pants? Yeah, I was able to put on pants. All right. So sounds I, good. I think all right. That, that, that's probably a fair, fair assumption. So I'll get him out of bed with coffee in the morning. That tastes a little funny. And when he's good and pliable, we'll just pour him into the truck and bring him here. Hot time, bring him down. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Jeff would do it. 
I think so too. I think we'd yeah. have a riot. So let's we'll consider that for the future. See when we can get these boys into the studio. Jeff might have some concrete things to say. Oh about boy! This. Oh, oh boy. that was a good pun. Okay, <laughs> I'm shutting it down now because we're way over time, and now the puns are coming out. So thank you so much for listening in with us this week. Thank you, Richard, for joining us. Thanks for having uh, me. Yeah, it was really great. If you would like to talk to us, you can reach out to us on our social media, facebook.com slash fancyplantspodcast or Instagram at fancyplantspodcast. Email us social at fancyplantspodcast. And don't forget, we would love to hear, uh, have your reviews. Let us know what you think about our show. And if there's anything that you would like us to talk about, or if you'd like to be a guest, just let us know. Next episode... I say this every time I think we're just not so organized right now. So it will be mystery episode, but those are always fun. And we think that today was a lot of fun as well. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week when we're talking plans. Bye. Bye. Come on, sugar mama. Get your green on. Fancy plans, like orchids and bromeliads, mm-hmm. the fancy plans, oh yeah.